0: Welcome to Untamed Entertainment. I am Pistol P. Over here is Timbo. What up? We got B Nasty over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> and then we got Bug with the energy. Again,
1: oh, let's go. <laughs> We're
0: gonna be talking about success tonight. How you define success? How you achieve success? And do you feel like you have succeeded? We're going to kick it off with Bug, who is the most successful of the group, self-proclaimed. So, Bug, how did you become so (laughs) successful, and how can you teach Uh, us a lesson? uh,
1: I like what you did there, you (laughs) motherfucker. Um, To be fair, to be fair, success, in my eyes, is very vague, and it's very defined by who you are. So, I never self-proclaim I'm the most successful. I think that I've done well with my family and my future, but... I kind of want to dive into defining success. And here's the weird thing is this topic is very interesting to me because we could probably talk about this 10 times over the course of the next 10 years or less, five years even. And it's going to change because we're still young. And I know we had a fucking TikTok where we laughed at how old I am, right? Okay, I'm 34. (laughs) You're all like... We're all about the same age for for all of you out there listening, but we we are still pretty young, right? Okay, easy, Tiger. Um, but uh, but uh, but Brad's over here, you know, thinking that he <laughs> We'll get into that later. But um, <laughs> I think the maybe uh, yeah, yeah, yeah um But I think that we all we all have different careers, although P and B work together and. I'm in a completely different field mm-hmm. than them too, and 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 very different than than Timbo. But I honestly think in in our 40s and our 50s, we're going to have different definitions of success. But B, I want to hit you with: How do you define success in your at your age in your in your early 30s? You got a kid along the way. You are successful in your job, from what I understand. Um, but like, how do you define success? Like, what does that mean to you? I mean it's it's a tricky one like you're saying like it's
2: it's uh it's something that i think is always changing or going to change with uh, your mindset your point of views on life but at my current state right now i think success is more of like where you came from to where you are now because i think it's really unfair to compare yourself to like, if we all compared each other, even, or you compare yourself to like a person, you know, who makes way more money than you or whatever, if that's how you want to define it. But I think it's just where you were and how far you've grown, right? So if, if you were, say, you're beating addiction and, you know, you beat depression or whatever, right? Then, uh, I guess I'm missing this. but <laughs> uh, i Beat, 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 Pete. I looked Here, at <laughs> If you're
0: successful at beating a dick, should
2: beating? Be beating? Uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I was in the you. zone. That's my bad. I was in the zone. I missed the joke. You were doing so well that I looked at Pete and he goes. How
0: successful are you at beating a dick? I'm going to a different
1: way. All right. Tune in next time for <laughs> all right so continue you were uh where you started from where you're at how many dicks you've beaten yeah a lot you know <laughs> i mean you start off when you're about
2: 12 to 14 depending on and then okay start cranking it out <laughs> depending on your hormones hopefully at that point it's just your own dick well yeah <laughs> definitely your own dick <laughs> taking the oh, success, Brad, keep but, going. but uh you're on a roll. <laughs> But no, I, I think it's you know where you, you came from. Not beaten Say so you <laughs> I said beat addiction, not a dick, buddy.
1: <laughs> All right, hey, okay, let, me, conquered let me let me addiction. Let, let me let me chime in real quick because you made a good point. You made a good point. I think we're getting derailed All really right. quickly. We
2: fucking getting way derailed right now.
1: Okay, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna back this up and we're gonna take our 12 year old selves out of this and kind of dive back <laughs> into what we should be talking about. And I think you made a good point. And, I don't uh, know if I did now. Dude. <laughs> I think you did. Wait, you because, conquered a
0: dick. You, <laughs> well, did, you did. Good for you, man. By 12 or 14, holy cow.
1: Yeah, you were dominating yourself for. puberty. <laughs> so now.
0: All right, you but, um, your fellas. Let's let's start over.
1: All right, you fuckers, here we go. No, but the real thing is something you said there is so many times. You compare yourself to other people, right? It's a natural habitat or habit, habitat, but natural habit to like, oh man, like I went to the same grade. Like I have friends that I've known since first grade. And they went to the same grade school, high school, maybe different colleges, but we circled back and we're still friends, right? I'm like, man, they have this, 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 and this. Or, or maybe they're saying I have this, 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 and this. And, you know, they're comparing themselves to me, or I'm comparing myself to them. And at the end of the day, that's not what matters. It's not matters what like other people have. And where, but but I think a good point that you said is where you came from. Because I know this sucks to say, but some people really did start off with less of a chance than others. And you're you think of it as a race. And maybe Brad will define, say you're more successful than me, right? Maybe you had more training, maybe you had more help, maybe you had more guidance or more um, you know uh, people like looking over you over your course of your life to help you get to where you're at today and I had to do it all myself and I'm not saying I did by any means podcast, I'm not saying that but the person that had to literally start from the bottom and now they're here is the fucking song but the joke like <laughs> if you literally came from nothing and made yourself into something that's crazy, so like to your point that makes a lot of sense like it's like a race it's like you start with different like starting points and you got to your point and you should be happy where you're at based on that right
2: right right it it'll i mean that's that's the only fair way to judge it i feel like i mean there's always going to be the natural like hey he's doing better or whatever and that might give you motivation to do better might push yourself a little more, but like if, uh, if, if you're, if you just judge yourself, like, like you're saying, okay, he's had more tr- You have different life experiences, right? So say if, say I played football and I learned how to, you know, play as a team, I learned, you know, hard work, whatever. If somebody didn't do that and didn't learn any of those things, they'd probably have a harder time and they would probably go through more struggles in the beginning, you know, say I would or whoever would that learn that stuff but not saying that you can't pass them in the long run I mean I feel like that comes down to effort and hard work and drive but yeah it's like to compare yourself to where you are compared to where they are same age or whatever it's just unfair because you don't know what they've been through how many advantages they have over you you still gotta just bust ass and make it happen no matter what
0: I feel like the term success is very loose compared to who is saying it. Someone can view success very differently than the next person that says success. Yes. For instance, you say success. A success for you in that day could be you made your bed in the morning and you accomplished everything that you had set for the day, and that made you feel successful. There's a difference between long, long-term long and short-term. But what beats us down is when we only set long-term goals and you don't accomplish those right away or you're not leading towards those goals, and then it could get you down. But if you set just a small little task and you accomplish that, and the next one, the next one, the next one, in your own mind, you view yourself as successful. I accomplished what I had, seen, I had set out to do that day. Yeah, I'm not I'm nowhere near accomplishing my long term goal that I set, even if it's only a few months away. But if you only have that long term goal and you look at your single day, you didn't do anything to get towards that long term goal. So you beat yourself up over it. And yeah. I mean it's it's day by day, but well but uh, in your I, mind, you're well, successful there.
2: Yeah, I, I think that has to do with where you're at. In life, or where your current situation is, right? So if, say, you're, you know, down on yourself, you've been having a shit time, life's throwing a bunch of shit at you, a bunch of obstacles, you're going to be more down in life than when you're succeeding in being up and, you know, accomplishing a lot of goals. You might be happier and you might be like, okay, well, I want to accomplish these big goals. To your point, P, where if you're down on life for a while, yeah, you better fucking damn right. You better take making your bed as making a goal, you know. And hey, I accomplished that. You know what I mean? Because it, I think it just depends on where your headspace is at the time. Because if if you're low, you don't really care as much about the longer term goals as you would as when you're up high and you're like, oh, I'm kicking ass in life, you know. And life's a roller coaster. You're gonna be up and down forever. So I just feel like it's a you know a mindset at the time where success
1: is so so with that like when it comes to defining success knowing that from from what I'm hearing right so people come from different backgrounds they've had different advantages or lack of advantages or addiction so socials social yeah uh, yeah there you go <laughs> they had different social status like because that's still a thing like if you're if you're from this area and you have this social status like it affects you and stuff like that but I think what I'm hearing is success is defined very independently of all the other people around you 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 so so Brad, I'm gonna give this example. say you since you and P live in the same town,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you grew up with the same high school, right? like didn't quite become best friends until was it in college or after college? doesn't matter. but you you grew up in the same area, went to same high school similar colleges were going to say that and like overall and now you're at the same job but you may both still define your individual success either met or still not met so to me defining success is very independent of anyone around you you comparing yourself to someone else is like if if i look at if i look if i say like man bill gates and elon musk and you know, these guys, they have billions of dollars. Like, I'm a fucking failure. I wouldn't say I'm a failure. I'm taking care of my family. I have healthy kids. I have a good job. I'm paying my bills. I'm putting food on the table. Like, yep. and, I, and, and I have a little extra income to, like, travel and do some, some stuff like that. Like, it was kind of the family I came from. Yeah. But, like, does that mean I'm successful? Or does that mean I'm just, like, complacent with where I came from and where I'm going? So,
2: I mean, that depends on you, if you're okay with where you're at or, I mean, some people love simple lives, you know, some people love just to mow the lawn every day when they're, you know, retired at, I mean, if they retired early, you know, maybe at like 55, I've seen plenty of motherfuckers out there just mowing their lawn and they could tell they're just content and they're okay with playing fucking pinochle or Whatever bridge on Saturday, backgammon, backgammon Chess on in the Saturday park. with the boys, you know, like super content. Other people I feel like aren't content with that. Like, <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm super content all the time. Like, I i want to drive and push and make something great and help people, but some people aren't, you know, not everyone's like me. And some people like to just chill, and there's nothing against that. I mean, it's just whatever makes you happy because. At the end of the day, guys, it's, I feel like the only way to compare is you versus you. And be, I feel like you can use people if you want to make something great. I feel like you can use people's motivation that are higher, but you can't compare. Like I can't be like, Hey, Joe Rogan has the most successful podcast in the world. And, you know, I can't compare, Hey, well, our podcast isn't as good as Joe Rogan. I can't get upset about that, but I can use that as motivation to strive towards that goal. But to compare it and be like, ah, fuck, well, we're not Joe Rogan experience. Jesus Christ, guys. You know, like, I mean, that's just unfair.
0: even, Even less drastic. Like, you don't have to go to the top of the, you know, food chain, people that are famous and everything. Like, you can do that every single day. Your coworker next to you, someone that you're shopping next to at the grocery store that is able to buy a ton of groceries and you're sitting here salvaging 50 bucks. Like... Success is just a word, and you can let that that simple term like beat you up and make you feel unsuccessful, or hey, you've went to the grocery store, and you went and bought that $50 worth of stuff because you could've went and spent on something stupid, but you went and spent it on something that you needed. Just because you had that money to spend doesn't mean the person next to you is more successful because you're going through your own damn journey, and you accomplished a task. You yes. set that task. I got to go to the grocery store and get this, and that's all you could afford at the time. Yeah. Just because so, the person next to you are buying ribeyes doesn't mean that your little you know ground beef is any less than what yeah. they're doing.
1: They could
2: have spent their last dollar while you're saving some yeah. money. You know, you never know. But, but, but go
1: ahead. But the did. thing is, that could have been a dollar that they worked their ass off for. So so yeah. it goes back to it goes back to my point is Small I don't think you define success based on other people you define it based on you and what makes you feel successful which goes to my next question because I, I go to this okay so i'm gonna give you a scenario brad i'm gonna tell you this and um it, it leads into my next question so this isn't my next question but i, I want it, i want this to lead into it so um i think i know where you're going because i was about to say it but we'll see keep it tuned yeah, it's so it's 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 a it's a process. You know, we want this to come full circle. All right, full circle <laughs> here, kids. All right, all right, all right. I got to squeeze that in everywhere I can. Anyway, um, so let's think of uh, our high school experiences. All four of us. Um, Brad, you played football, right? Correct. P.
2: Basketball.
1: Basketball. Yeah, tempo? I ways you would have played football. Sorry. Tempo.
3: I didn't play any sports in high school, but I I was I was soccer. You were personally.
1: you were soccer and baseball, right? You played a little yeah, bit of yeah. baseball too, but you played soccer. Okay, so oh. we all played sports as some part of our. Bugs career. So, is a baseball star. Baseball, basketball, soccer—no big deal. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, so
0: <laughs> successful to me. Uh,
1: tell me about it, but so so that's a great point. I could tell my journey. It's not about me tonight, but I could tell you that this is exactly where I want this to go. So. Real quick, I came into high school fucking afraid of shit. I was tiny as fuck. Didn't think I'd make a singles team in my entire four years. I came out of high school like maybe five eight. Like I think I grew a little bit in college. And I was a tiny motherfucker, but I, I felt very successful with what I did in high school.
2: You grew too much so in college?
1: I was probably like five eight, five, nine when I graduated, but I probably like crossed over to the five foot ten mark in college. Um but it's but the point is, is like I felt super successful. I thought I did incredible things with what I expected I mean, going into your high body school. Growing. Yeah. And 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 I thought I was not even going to make a team in high school. And I came out playing three sports, getting second place in state in one, state in the other. Like I felt like, dude, I I'm fucking living large, right? But I came into that not expecting to make a single team. And I met every team I tried out for, and we were, as a team, successful in all the sports I played. So for you, Brad, or P, or Timbo, but I'm going to start with Brad. You came in expecting or not expecting to play football. Just, just answer that real quick. Um, from what age? Sorry, a- Eighth grade into high school. Did you expect to play football four years in high school? Yes. Okay, so if you didn't, you would not be successful, right? In your mind? Uh, yeah, I would have probably been disappointed in myself. So for me, I didn't think because of my size, I doubted my skill, okay? I doubted my skill level. And I thought too much about my size and my strength and whatever. And that despite that, I knew I, had, I, could, I could drive one into the gap, and like and my speed was good enough, right? But I didn't think I was good enough, and that sucked. But then I proved to myself I was. You thought you could be good enough to play fo- football for four years. Yes. What, what when it comes to that, like, so you knowing you should be playing four years of football? What makes you successful at that point? Like to me, just fucking making the team my freshman year was a fucking success. And then my sophomore year, and then my junior year, and then my senior year. But for you, not to say you were arrogant about it, but you just like, hey, I have the skill set, I have the size, I have whatever. I should be on the team. What what, What makes you successful at that point? Games won, passes completed, yards thrown, whatever. Like what makes you successful at that point? Uh, simple answer is winning. I mean, that's,
2: you know, I, I love to win. I'm very competitive. I mean, if I threw touchdowns, I mean, see that it gets a little sticky. Cause I mean, <clears throat> you know what you have to do, right? You know, I play quarterback. So if I knew I had to throw touchdowns for us to win and I, my end goal was winning as a team every time. So, I mean, getting up to that point, I mean, my dad worked with me a lot. I was a talented young kid. Um, you know, I could sling the pill around as a kid, pretty pretty well. Um, so, I don't know. It was different. Like I had a different goal. Like when I got in high school, like I know I played freshman ball, but when I was a sophomore, like I wanted to play varsity. So I was striving to play varsity, and you know, I made the team, but. Also, um, fucked in my shoulder, uh, tore my AC joint in my shoulder, fucked it up. So I had to sit out like half the year. Then I got pushed back down on JV because, you know, halfway through the season, you already have, you know, whoever else going in. Right. But so I don't know. Success for me, like in sports wise, it's, it's just winning as a team it was never really like personal goals or personal success. I never really focused on um, like throwing touchdowns or whatever. Like uh, it, it was, it wasn't until um, my receiver in high school, pointed out in the paper that I broke one of our, we have a civil war. We have our, our uh, rival high school, right? Sure. It wasn't sure. until he pointed that out that I knew I broke the record or whatever of most touchdown passes in the game and most yards. I had no idea. Like, cause to me, it's not, that's not my focus at all. I'm not like, Oh, I fucking threw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. I'm just like, no, we won 48, 14 or something, you know, like that is, I guess my success in there. I don't know if that's answering your question or not, but that's,
1: yeah, it's kind of funny. You, you kind of got me where do I wanted to go without you, I think meaning to it. But like when it comes to, in my mind what makes you successful you 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 brought two points up the one point i wanted to make and then one i wanted to get to really quick after and the one was what makes you successful is what you define for yourself right
2: yeah
1: but you wanted you you knew you'd make the team or you felt confident you'd make the team yeah. but your goal was as a sophomore maybe not many sophomores make varsity right but you that was a goal of yours and you did it but you had a setback
2: yeah Sorry. But
1: but I'm gonna I'm gonna really quickly skip over that, but I'm gonna come to it. But overall, your goal to be successful was to win games and, and and it was tied to a team. So I think the important thing is prior to what we said in the beginning, and it's like it's beautiful when this all fucking comes together. I love this.
2: I know is I see you. What I
1: let in that? I let in with this being success is very independent, right? It's yeah. what you you can't compare yourself to other people but then again it's the other people that make you successful cuz yeah. you couldn't you're the quarterback you're the go to fucking guy yeah you call the plays you you're the first one to touch the ball like you, it's dependent upon you there's a lot of pressure there but what lightens that pressure is reliance upon your wide receivers and your O line and your running back or yeah. someone to make a block for you or whatever. Like you have to,
2: you so, have to lay the trust down; otherwise, it don't work.
1: And oh, and that's that's like what is beautiful. I'm literally got goosebumps, guys. I swear to God, I have goosebumps right now. Perfect. This is beautiful. Nice. Um, I, you're not going to be. I don't think I'll be able to see I don't it, know. but <laughs> um, this is oh, what's damn. beautiful. Is like you okay. lead into it, and the fact that like. Up front you think you're only going to be successful defined by what you do as an individual. But take it sports, take it family life, take it in your professional environment or whatever. You can't be the best person you are without those around you pushing you along the way. They're your they're your wide receivers, they're your running backs, they're your own line blocking out the shit that you can't deal with at that time because life's too hard right yep. life's too hard so i need an o-line i need whoever in my life to kind of block and tackle for me so i can kind of get through this phase and move along right yeah. and and it kind of goes back to one of your 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 struggles that you had which was tearing your ac joint right yeah so throwing shoulder so that that's beautiful. Bitch,
2: that was a fucking pain. That was the worst, some of the worst pain. Coming back from that to work out, like sitting in a thing for weeks, fighting through that, that sucked, by the way.
1: I just want to point that out. That was terrible pain. So great that you pointed it out because my next question was, when it comes to those times where you are faced with a challenge or a downfall, and, and, and I say downfall is I wanted to be here, and I got like here. Yeah. I didn't quite get where to where I wanted to. So how do I get to that point? Right. Like you as a sophomore made varsity. Maybe your goal was to beat out senior, you know, yeah, he was a senior whatever to 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 challenge the coach, be like, hey man, I'm probably better than a senior, even though I'm a sophomore. Like maybe that was your goal. I don't know. But like you got to here, but you wanted to be here. Yeah. So when you're faced with a challenge or a downfall. When you have this path paid out in your life, what do you do? Mm. Like, what do you do? And and, it can, and and you can take this outside of sports. You can take this professionally with your family, with like personal life, whatever. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you overcome that? Like, when, when you think you have it all figured out and you get fucking slapped in the face, what do you do?
2: Well, I'll just <clears throat> start it out by saying uh, what I did, really. And I got hurt. I came back, uh, got shoved on JV, which, you know, was fine. Cause that's where most of the people were that I knew, you know, most of my teammates and stuff, but I knew I had to come out and just dominate. If I wanted any shot at getting back on varsity or whatever. Right. And I came out and I worked through all the pain and, I probably came back a little early cuz I was eager and it hurt like hell to throw but you just fight through the pain cuz to be honest like it's not as painful when you're playing for something bigger than yourself like if you're playing for your teammates it doesn't hurt as bad cuz you know that in order to win you got to be in right if if one of my star receivers out yeah we'd be hurting or, you know, running back, whatever. But, like, you know, I was out, and we had the backup queue in or whatever, and even on JV, right? And so when I came back, I was like, well, we got to win. And fighting through the pain, and, and you just got to bust ass. And, like, I was trying to work through it, and I did drills every day to get back in shape to prove that I could, and I was, you know, hurting and whatnot. But came back. We won every game on JV, but it, it wasn't quite enough, I guess, or they were already set, or they were worried I'd get hurt again to go back on varsity, which is unfortunate. But I knew that was my only shot, so I gave it whatever I had and, you know, went back and, and uh, tore up JV. You know, that's all it could do. So that was, I don't know, kind of my thing, I guess. I guess the what I got out of that was you just, I don't know, you have to just, like... I don't know, it is adapt. Just, yeah, just like adapt and know that like people around you need you. And mm-hmm. so are you gonna fight through that pain and fight through the struggle for them? Or are you just gonna like ah you know, I'm just gonna sit back, my shoulder still hurts, guys. Sorry if you gotta take another couple losses. You know, like to me, I'm like, nah, that's not you know, that's not me. I'm I'm gonna bust ass. I don't care if it hurts. I don't care if I have to fight through some adversity and Whatever, I'm gonna do it. You know. So, we so, can
1: win. so let me ask you this, and I'm gonna make make it a little little tough, right? A little awkward here for a second, because um, we've all four here played sports, right? And we've all talked about that, but there's a very very fine line between fighting through the pain and being there for your team. But then also realizing where you fighting through that pain to get yourself on that field is more of a detriment than a positive. And I'm not saying you did that. I'm not saying that by any means. But we've all seen it in movies, and I know that's not real, real, but like in college sports, pro sports, where people fight through and you're like, man, they're just not the same, therefore they're not as effective. And there are instances where they're not the same, but they're still so threatening that like, so say you're Steph Curry, you're injured or Clay Thompson, like when he was injured, but say Steph Curry's injured, you're still a threat at the three point line. So you still have to guard him. You can't disregard him in the playoffs. But like, yeah, what happens when you're that at that point that you are fighting so hard because you care about your teammates so much that you're fighting through this pain, but you're actually more of a detriment than a positive to your team. <sighs> how do you take that like it's and, and that's open to all 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 three of you like that's a tough question to ask and answer because none of us i know none of us want to say well that wouldn't be me i would be fighting hard enough to still be a net positive positive. and
2: yeah that is a tough it's one, it's man. tough that's, i <sighs> that see i don't know for me like i guess what pushed me is like seeing the team lose when i was out and knowing like if i was in we probably would have won so and that gave me the drive to push more <clears throat> and it wasn't like you know i broke my hand and i just played through it like i sat out for like you know three weeks i think they said i had to set out five so i came back early but i still sat out to let it heal a little bit it wasn't like full and it hurt but i still knew like See, that's a tough
1: one, It's bug. tough. It's very, it's, it's and, a tough. And, and one. to I, be fair, to be fair, and, and Timbo and, and Chief uh, uh, PL, I'll, I'll open up to you guys. But like, to be fair, it's very situational. And I understand that. Like, yeah, like sports you're talking about- are different, right? Because I took into the fact of like
2: my leadership skills on the field, you know, and they know me. They know when I'm here, we're going to win. When you got somebody else in there substituting in you, I don't know where their heads are at. You know, and so I took in the fact of like that as a factor, and the fact that I could still throw and I couldn't put heat on the ball, so I knew I'd have to throw it a little early or
1: something, and you know, but just so you, you were able to take what you were and what you are now and adjust. So adjusting to me is very different than being a detriment, and it sounds like you were taking into account your previous performance level and your current performance level. Well, I say current meaning at that time and you were able to adjust to still be effective at what point, like, so when it comes down to this is like what makes success real to me is acknowledging when you're a benefit to the team or, and I say team, I know we're talking sports here, but I say team, like my family is my team, Right. My my coworkers are my team. My 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 extended family is a team. Like you have all these teams in your life, and I'm just going to make that a general statement. Is like you have all these teams in your life and all these walks of your life. What makes success real is to me when you understand when you're a positive or a, a benefit to that team and not dragging them down, right? Yeah. So if if I if I'm so I'll take my family life. I have a wife and two kids. If I am Let's just say, for simplicity, I have COVID, right? Because I did earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And for me to go around, like, carting the kids off to... Well, granted, terrible example, because we're all quarantined. But hypothetically, let's say that I was quarantined.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: Well, (laughs) not contagious in the way that you think. Um, I can't breathe on you and give you AIDS. All right, you had the flu, buddy. (laughs) All right, so... The flu and I was just quarantining my office right here, which is where we do our podcast. And if I said, you know what, I'm going to leave my office. I'm going to take my kids to, to soccer practice. I'm then more of a, a detriment to my family because I could be getting my kids sick, my, their teammates sick, their parents sick and all that. Like, There comes a point where you got to be real with yourself to know when you need to take a step back. And I think that's also a part of success. I know it sounds very weird to connect that, but like successful is like also being aware of what you're capable of doing and not overshooting your shot. And if you think that you could do XYZ, you throw yourself into it and you can't, you're now a detriment to the team and not not progressing things going forward. Yes. So it's it's very it's very interesting and i and i want to pivot here a little bit um because well, got I, like actually, 10 guys deals were good I want yeah to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead
2: quick, right so yeah i just want to tell some earlier you were kind of saying right so um you were saying like a win is you know uh, okay you got out of bed and you you know took out the trash right small victories and stuff so you know i i know like Like I was saying, when you're down in the dumps, right, and you're like, fuck, I need," it's good to take those small victories and, and like, okay, I got out of bed. It's, it's awesome. I just, I guess my question is like, so do you go up with your, with your, I guess, state of mind? Let's say that, right? So say you're in the down in the dumps, right? I made the bed. Cool. When you're like your state of mind is going up, do you make your goals go higher or do you just kind of stay the same on like, oh, I got out of bed, small victory? Do you change those by any level?
0: I see what you're saying. And I think setting the bar, like, let's say if we are going from, you know, you're down in the dumps to now that you're talking about setting those small little goals, achieve those, achieve those, achieve those but it's almost like a building block. Those goals become just part of the next goal. So don't lose sight of your first goal. So as you are improving, let that first goal be a routine. And that becomes your routine. And then you accomplish the next goal. And then, so next thing you know, you're on tier one, making the bed. Tier two, making, you know, sandwiches for lunch tier three, do this, this, and this, and then all of a sudden you've you've developed a routine that you've set for yourself and you've incorporated that into your own success and let it drive you every single day. So you start the day off with boom, 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 boom. And what used to be a previous success for you is now a better version of you just going forward. And then you can add on that and add on that. And just just realize that where you are now compared to where you your foundation was of hey, I used to have to push myself and make it a huge point just to wake up and do this or do this. And now I do it naturally. I could be back there and now I'm doing this stuff naturally. So look in the mirror and be like, I mean, I'm growing. I have become a better version of where I began. So yes. I'm not a failure. I'm I'm better than I, when I started this because I had the conversation to tell myself to be better than. You don't want to be back at that first spot.
2: No, because if you stay there, then yeah, you're never growing. And like, it's a human. Like I don't know, part of our species. I really truly believe that like, if you're not growing, then you're really I don't know, you get depressed almost, you know, if you're not. Oh, you do. You're not, like, moving forward.
0: And that's why I I feel like there's a difference between small goals and long-term goals. Long-term goals are long-term goals by term because they are long-term. So if you set individual (sighs) tasks, you're constantly feeling victorious.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what I call them small victories. I don't yeah. call them small goals because I don't – I feel like if I set a small goal like that and I call it a goal, I'm aiming low and I'm shooting low and I, it fucks with my head. I it's just me personally, but that's what comes – small victories, right? But a big yeah. goals, I hit a goal.
0: But, sorry, goal. I mean, and those those can be on a very small scale. Like even in the moment, like, eh, like should I not extra large my meal? should I just go medium on this meal? It'll be a small victory. He'd be like, yeah, well, you know what? I didn't eat as much as I wanted to, but I controlled myself. Yeah. That's I a love small four victory. fries in the
2: bag, buddy. Small <laughs> victories. Uh, the overflow. Yeah, I know, but yeah.
0: it, even something what? small is like you're on your way out to work and then be like, ah, man, I need to take the trash out. Just roll the trash out to the street or take the trash out. And then, Boom, right there. You started your day off great. Yep. That task is over with. Even if you're gonna and be late
2: for work, even if you think, hey, if I roll this trash out, I'm gonna be like, no, you're not.
0: Nah, shut up. It's like just do it's it. Like, just roll the You're gonna fuck be, can, you're can gonna be you one minute late or one minute thirty seconds late. Like, come on. You're you're just making excuses at that point. But when no. you do it, boom. You
1: can, feel better. Can I ask I wanna ask you I wanna ask Timbo and, and Pia, I got a question for you guys. Cuz I think this I think motivation directly relates to success, right? Like how made it, how motivated you are can determine how successful you are. But you also have you have goals at the same time. So you have motivation that fuels success, success hits your goals, right? I could want to be retired at 50 years old. And if I do that, whatever lifestyle I have makes me successful. Or I could say, I want to be retired at 50 with living off a million dollars a year income. Right. And that makes me successful. Like, so you have different views and different levels, but I have a question for, I'm going to ask this first. I'm going to give you each a little bit of time to think about it because it's, it's putting you on the spot and then answer it. But the question is when you wake up in the morning, you get out of bed. You have your routine. You maybe brush your teeth, take a shower. Like for some of us, not me included, you shave your beard, whatever. Um, but you get to a point where you you have these things in your mind that like I need to get this done to complete the day to be successful. But what I want to know is what fuels everyone's motivation. What fuels you to get out of bed to take a shower to Change your clothes to go to work, to come back home, your and to why. feel like you. Yeah, your why and Nike. It's funny you say that. I was working at Rawlings years ago, a baseball brand, and we focused very much on the why. <laughs>
2: a little name drop.
1: A little name drop, but nice. Nike. Nike came out with it. Like you could, you you could focus on the what and the where and the how. But if you don't know the why, you don't know how to get to the end goal. All yeah. that other stuff will fucking figure itself out. But what's your why? What what motivates you? And I'm going to leave it up to Timbo or Chief to start first. And I'm going to kind of work around. You pointed to my my right, so I think that's Timbo. So, Timbo. Uh,
3: yeah, I Timbo. think that's me. <laughs> yeah. hey, Timbo. Before that, I just want to go Eric
1: Thomas real quick
2: before you start, Timbo. I, I'm sorry, I got to say it. Timbo or... Uh, Eric Thomas always says power of your why, and I love it so much. It's stuck with me ever since I heard it because he says that if if your, uh, your why is money, okay, well, you can have less money, more money. That'll fluctuate. It's not a driving factor, right? But if you have your kid behind you or your wife or your husband or your dad or something like that, if you have that behind you, that's your motivation Every single day, you can look at them to push you, but if it's money or like a PS Five, then that ain't that ain't it. Sorry, go on.
1: Well, you said my answer my answer, but I'm gonna Eric go Thomas ahead and let Timbo Timbo take his take his time.
2: Eric
3: Thomas. The best. All right. So my why my my what motivates me is my family, and that's the biggest thing for me that gets me up and gets me out of bed. go to work or even just on the weekend to be there and be present um so that that's the biggest thing for me that's ever since i got married and had kids it's just been my biggest motivation to be the best me and uh yeah for me like success is just uh being happy and feeling like i'm doing doing things right for them and for myself too because if if i'm not if i'm not doing you know, if I'm not happy doing things for myself, then I can't be happy motivating them or, uh, be there for them like I should. So that's, I mean, that's an easy question for me. It's 100% my family and being there for them.
1: So before I go to P your family makes you happy, which a hundred percent, my answer as well was I do a lot for my family. I do a lot for my, yeah, that it's family and friends is like key. And I get that. Like, I also have personal growth reasons, but like, what, what is it that motivates you? Like, do you have a goal or like, like when it comes to making your family happy, does that mean they have food on the table? They have a roof over the head. Like they have a future. You're going to guide them along the way. Like, is there any way that, that can be dived into deeper with you. Like meaning like, I think, I think a lot of us, like Brad's got a kid on the way, right? I'm sure he's doing a lot to pave the way for his kid. And he's yeah, got the kids floors
2: are killing my back and my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you're but, old too. Yeah.
1: And your old shit. Um, older than me. Apparently. Not, old you, Not anyway. as old as, but, um, nah, numbers, <laughs> numbers. Hey, stay tuned podcast. We're going to have a, uh, Elite athlete competition where I'm going to destroy all these fucking fools. But right, put your leg your head. Oh, yeah, well, you can do that, but you can't beat me in a race, or hit a football further, or tackle me harder. Who but hits anyway. a football further? By the way, hit a ball further, throw a football farther, or hit a guy harder.
2: Uh, but I got smoking all oh, three of those, you, buddy. Well, you got oh, the last. You got to catch a me a first, sure motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see. Keep her tuned
1: uh i don't know with your health lately i might want to take it easy i you. know but that's the
2: thing bro is i'm <laughs> gonna come back i'm gonna drop down to 230 bro Swear to God. Uh, I, gotta, a, I gotta i gotta i gotta i think i need that bro release... august i gotta I'm get a release from your doctor august, first before i can hit you by august i'll be 230 losing 15.
0: Uh, Swear to God. all right we're
2: losing track we, we all got, right losing track got okay
1: all right, so Timbo, Timbo. <laughs> yeah. Timbo. So you you talk your family, which I think is a valid answer and I think we would all love that. We all are on board with that. But like what what do you want from your your kids or what do you want to do for your wife? Like do you want um, to pay for your kids' college tuition? Like what what is the motivating factor on top of that? Like what's the second layer? And I know it's like tough to ask, but If you don't want to answer it, don't, don't, don't do that question
2: to ask. I like, no, but like,
1: I want to know that second Mm -hmm. layer. Like, cause I think we all want to help our families, right? Like we all have that, that level of drive, but like, what's that next layer?
3: You know, it's.
1: And and, and here I'll I'll frame this up. I'll frame this up one more way. And I, I, I'm sorry for interrupting what happens. And this is what my wife and I talk about all the time. We, we focus on each other or we're trying to focus on each other more because when the kids grow up and they move out, it's just us, us. So we make sure, and I'm not going (laughs) to lie, we've struggled with it. We've struggled with it, but when they're gone, meaning like they've grown up and they've moved out, like we want to make sure we still have a relationship. Yeah. It's just us. Like. So I'm not saying like, that's your answer. Like that's what motivates you is like to get to that point where like, you still have that loving relationship with your wife and your kids and whatever. But like, anyway, didn't mean to interrupt trying to pave the way, but it's all, it's 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 all you buddy.
3: Yeah. I was just going to say that it's, you know, the money is definitely a a big deal for me and making sure that I can provide for them. You know, I want to be able to put food on the table like you were saying and be able to take them out and do things go on vacations. But, um, you know, it's not always all about money either. It's for me just being there and um, you know being present, like I could sleep all day if I really wanted to, but the motivation to get up and and uh, just hang out with my kids on the weekends is is huge for me like that's what I want to do and where I want to be with them. But I mean, hell yeah, I wanna pay for their college tuition you know help them buy their first car, but Just teaching them life lessons too, you know. I didn't have it the easiest growing up. Mm -hmm. I didn't I had to get my own job, pay for my own shit. I want to teach them those hard lessons too. So it's just it's not all about money. I I (laughs) love I was just making pizzas. I wasn't hanging. (laughs) (laughs) I love that
1: answer. I love that answer for two reasons. One, it's a great answer. Two, I tried to lead you down the money route. I tried to. I try to put little feelers in there about the money and like college tuition and all that. And he you take the fucking, bait. he fucking nailed it. He nailed it because a lot of people deem success as, okay, I'm not going to say who, what, where, why, but I have someone in my life somewhat in my life that the moment, wow, that'll give it away. Um, they're very much, about money. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not listening. So it doesn't really matter, but, I have yeah. people that are listening that know this person. It doesn't matter. But I have people in my life that are like, if I can give you, I don't need to give you the time of day, but if you crash your car, I'll buy you a new one. Or you went off on your own, you started a family and you're in debt, I'll bail you out. And like to them, their love language is money. And to me, which is fine, which is fine. Like Everybody has their own path. But to me, my success is I could have barely enough clothes on my kid's back, barely get enough food on the table, but if I can be there for them and they know who I am and whenever I die, it could be tomorrow, 20 years, 40 years, whatever it is, I don't know. Like, as long as I knew who I am and what I was about, then that means I was successful. And... I think back, like, not to go back here, but like, where my dad, like, I know who my dad was. He, he, he passed earlier than I ever wanted, but I knew who he was. I knew what he was about, and he worked his ass off for his family. But he was also there, like you said, Timbo. He was always there. He, he, he got up at 4 a.m. to drive four hours to Kansas City, do all his stops with all his customers there, drive four hours back just to make it to my baseball game at like four o'clock in the afternoon like he fucking grinded yeah so he still provided financially but he still also was there in the presence and like what you said timbo i tried to lead you there i tried to but you didn't catch the bait so i appreciate that you want to be there for your kids man you want to be there for your family they you want them to know who the fuck you are so that's a whole nother level of success like to me like what defines it goes back to what we started how do you define success It's different in everybody's eyes. But to me, that makes sense to me. Yeah, just by everyone's answer. I'll fill
0: your seatbelt. So I went through two levels. So I went from the one you were talking about, being able to provide money. I had a great job. Money wasn't an issue for my family. And that's how I established my early family. My son was young. My daughter was young. That was my role. And that made me feel proud because money wasn't a thing and we could do all sorts of stuff cuz money was flowing and then when i changed jobs money wasn't flowing i had to learn to adapt to a different role and it took me a while to learn to adapt to that because that took away from me what i was providing that was the thing that was my role and that's what made me feel good is that i was able to provide the money and the security and the comfortability of our you know day-to-day lives when that was not taken away because I chose it. But when that wasn't an option anymore, it belittled me. It made me feel like a piece of shit and I wasn't doing my role. Nobody else viewed it that way. I did. My family didn't view it that way. They were on board with it. But I had a tough time adjusting to it. And it took them to bring me around to let me know my worth, and that's one thing that is, you know, that I've found within myself over the past couple of years, is that I don't need that to make me feel worth. I've learned a new worth, and that kind of going with what Timbo was saying, it almost opened my eyes in the sense to allow myself to be more available for kid time you know just being their time learning time and they just want my attention they don't they don't care about what my paycheck says they care about what I'm doing with them and i don't know and it, it's weird to look back at my previous self because i know that i was doing it like looking back now i can see now that i was doing it but i don't know if i would have ever realize that because that was my way of providing was like oh here's the money now wife plan this plan this plan a fun activity and now that I'm not saying i don't have money but i just value my my time and my kids time more that i go do more individual one on one things with them and it's allowed me to be a you know a a better parent I'm not saying i would have been a terrible parent back then but it just gives me a different perspective do you and, think?
2: Do you think that was based off of age or life experience, like maturity or uh, life experience?
0: I think it's both. I think they kind of go hand in hand because <laughs> I had life punch me in the face, and I didn't choose to life sit is down. Hard, by the way. Oh yeah, but <laughs> no, I hit harder.
2: Oh goddamn right.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like, I, I like
2: that mindset.
0: Yeah, I fucking like. hit harder than life will, because I made that choice though. <gasps> like, if I had the choice now. If I had a ton of money and I could go do random stuff with my kids, I don't know that I would be as present as I am now. Kind of, not necessarily struggling, but being able to look at life differently. And it's allowed me to be so much more individualized with my children and my wife and my marriage. Like, it's almost appreciation. You kind of appreciate things more. Yeah, so that's that, life's
2: funny, isn't it?
0: Uh, <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. If I had a nice 50 G check sitting in my mailbox right now, I would well, be I mean, better with we it all now but, than I would before.
2: But I mean, won't we all? But you know, to be honest, man. I mean, as corny as it sounds, stupid as it sounds, like I honest, I honestly believe that, like, I don't know. At least for me, like that that shit doesn't happen, right? And I think it doesn't happen and it's for like motivation. Like you know it's not gonna be in there. So how are you gonna go make 50 G's? You gotta just bust ass.
0: You know?
1: Like
2: it'd
0: be cool. That's not my that's pro- not my priority now though. Like I'm not
1: Can I'm I, not can I ask a quick forward. question to that P and, and I'm sorry for the little interruption. My mm-hmm. wife came in like the fucking Kool-Aid man and oh, my me. dog oh. Dude, I had to turn my camera because my dog was mulling me. But I But I was listening to you talk, P. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is like, (laughs) how much does like, and it's actually in my head. Sounds like a simple answer, but like, okay. So, P, you started off in your head thinking that money, being able to provide for your family, like above and beyond, like what it's never an issue, right? Never an issue. And I'm not saying it is now, but I'm saying like super, super flexible with our spending. Um, And then now you're like, you're still comfortable. You're you're still happy. You're still like financially stable, but maybe, you know, Oh, instead of three trips a year, we take two or we take one big, one small, whatever. Maybe I don't, it's not not the point, but like how much did your early on mindset of success being tied to financially go to your upbringing? Like, you don't have to get into it but like like for me i had a very modest upbringing but then i came out to find out my parents were just incredibly good savers and, and investors and like even though my dad passed away like my mom is like set like super set like she retired a couple of earlys, couple couple of years earlier than she wanted to just to take care of my dad but like like set super set but like I lived in modest upbringing, but I never was like shy of like clothes or food or whatever, like travel ball, baseball, like all that for you did that. And and I don't, if this is like not the right question to ask, I apologize. You could just deflect, but like your upbringing, did it affect your mindset going into that, your professional world?
0: No, it's actually a really good question because I had never really thought about it that way. And then as soon as you asked it, i instantly thought back to my upbringing and everything and it was, it was a very poor upbringing. Like okay, we were from trailer to trailer, multiple kids. So money was never available and certain slum situations, you know, mm. come to mind. But I also had my dad that I would go to on the weekends and until, you know, I got older and, and actually thought about it. Like my dad wasn't very wealthy by any means at all, but he had a better life than what my mom provided me. And as, as a kid, I went from my mom's house being, you know, dirt poor to my dad's house, which is probably dirt poor too, but
1: felt, felt bigger than life.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was, that was my vacation. It was, it was kind of a getaway. And then, so now that you now that you present the question, I didn't realize how much that me being able to provide actually gave me a sense of like this is what I was missing out on as as a kid or growing up, and that I it was a it was a proud point to being able to do that when I never had that. So it was, it, I mean it, it definitely. I latched on it because I, I got on I got into that lifestyle pretty early because straight out of high school I was making decent money and then once I hit twenty one I was making really good money and I didn't have kids by then. So I was able to live a higher lifestyle that I wasn't accustomed to. Even though I provided it for myself. I was proud right, of that. Right. No one else did it for me. I did it. And then and that, I didn't that... do that.
1: And that makes you feel larger than life. I'm sure like I, and the, the reason I asked that is because how many times do we compare our upbringing to what you feel like you were shorted on or you were graced with? And then you try to either duplicate or improve upon. And, and whether it's financial, whether it's my dad wasn't present or, um, you know, I bounced around in the foster system and so I'm never going to be not present for my kids or whatever the case may be. like. It's it's really crazy how our upbringing can shape ourselves in the positive or the negative. Like, I know people that...
0: Without you knowing, too.
1: It, without you knowing, exactly. Because it seems like that question maybe frames some things up for you. And, and I know some people that had no family presence in their upbringing, but that is what fueled them to be successful in their later life, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's just crazy. And, and it kind of goes to my my point that I want to kind of bring that I think is kind of huh, guys, this is going to bring this full circle here. All right. The there again. we
3: go. <laughs> so we've, we've gone
1: through, we've gone through the stages and I love looking at my list of questions and knowing that we've got fucking this lined up perfectly. So I'm going to pat myself on the back real quick. Do, do, well, do. Go ahead,
0: buddy. We'll knock it off. Go we've we've
1: nice. been defining success, right? What makes you successful? How do you define it? How did you get there? what challenges did you overcome or downfalls but one thing is we've we've and we've also talked about mindset in our in our past how that frames us to be where we are today and we'll we're going to go around the horn here but I want to talk to you first Brad because we've kind of been centering this on 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 a lot of your your you know life but I think it's important to get some some full huh, full circle opinions here. Sorry, I'm kind of being that to death, but I think it's important to understand how do the people that surround you in your life affect your success? Because if you think about it, not too long ago, we were talking about defining it and how you can't compare yourself to others, right? To define your success only to migrate to realizing that there, there are people around you that help motivate and build your success because they, they foster it, right? But to come come all around and, and kind of bring this to like where we're at right now, and I, I'm struggling not to say it again, but don't
0: do it again, man. That Guys, so I frame,
1: hey, we, we where frame this there, up man? so well to uh, get to, good to be. In
0: your back. Your back's tired. I have
1: um, the burn up now, But, but-